Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined, as always, by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. We're back extending the life expectancy of the culture one episode at a time. Although, Jay, I must say we might have to put a caveat to that because the news just came out that um, the U.S. life expectancy plunged in 2020, especially for Black and Hispanic Americans. Why is that? Because of COVID and yes. how we've been treating ourselves during... I think it's, it's, I think it's COVID. Yeah, a lot of people gain a, an excessive amount of weight. Um, a, a lot of people have been depressed. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, and then also, a lot of people, I've noticed, have been taking a bunch of supplements, thinking that they're combating um, COVID. Um, and I don't necessarily even think that's healthy, you know? Really? People taking supplements thinking they're doing something? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for COVID specifically, I know people first think specifically to boost their immune system. Get out. To you know, kind of not necessarily prevent COVID from catching COVID, but from, actually, I did see someone who said, you know, thank God I haven't got COVID. Um, I've been taking all my vitamins and supplements. <gasps> Shut yeah. Up. So yeah, people are really out here just taking these sugar pills. Like, because if you read the, you know, of course, you know, but I'm saying it for those who don't, um, if you read the ingredients, the first, one of the first ingredients is just pure sugar or some type of, of course, you know, form of sugar, glucose or, you know, some type of syrup or something like that. No, but help us. yeah, uh, peop, you know, and I, and I, I don't think, and then once, you know, once a person takes a, a, a supplement or a vitamin or something like that. They feel like now I have a free pass because I've taken oh, yeah. care of my health yeah, just like to medication. do what I want. Yeah. So that Absolutely. may be a thing too. You know, I feel, I feel like I've been really taking care of myself. So eating this whatever, 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 I'm doing better than if I wasn't taking it. So I think there's a lot of different reasons why people, but yeah, depression and just being sedentary. You know, some people are now working from home mm -hmm. and just that walk from the car to the building, around the building at work, back to the car, back to the house. Mm. Sometimes got people, got some steps in and got them up and moving. Now people are not moving at all, period. You know what? You are so right, Jay. I literally was um, ran into someone I know um, exercising the other week. And um, I hadn't seen her in years. So even before COVID, I hadn't seen her in a long time. Mm -hmm. She looked at me, looked at me up and down. The first thing she was like, she was like, how did you not gain weight during COVID? Like her whole really? face curled up in like shock. Like how did you not gain weight during COVID? And I just laughed, but in my head, I'm like, what well, was the decision? Yeah. Because I remember I told, do you remember in the beginning of COVID? Yeah. When I was on the riverfront and I think I remember at one time I ran into you and Mina. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, if there's nothing else, it's not going to happen. I'm not gaining weight during COVID. Right. Yeah. And yeah. But you're you're absolutely right because so according to the CDC, um, life expectancy dropped from seventy eight point eight years to seventy seven point three. Hispanic Americans experienced the largest decline in life expectancy, followed by Black Americans. They say COVID deaths accounted for nearly seventy five percent of the decline. Well, you know it's not it's not shocking to me. 
No, I'm it's not either. shocking. I, it's sad, not, everybody has, and a lot of drinking too. People have been drinking big a, facts. A lot of alcohol, an increase you know. in alcohol and drug use. Yes, definitely. More sedentary. coping mechanisms. Absolutely. To, to having less to do. You are so right. So yeah, it's so many different factors. COVID really did um, knock us off our square collectively. Well, you know, I think also though it depends on how firmly you were on your square coming in because. First of all, COVID, from a physical health standpoint, it targeted individuals with pre-existing conditions, lung issues, things like that. So if you weren't before COVID prioritizing your health, you were disobedient, putting it off or just half-assing it. Now something comes along that's targeting people who were disobedient and half-assing it, right? So, but for some people, COVID was a positive thing. I don't think it knocked everybody off their square. I don't either. So what I'm saying is stay ready so you don't have to get ready. How ready were you? You never know what you're preparing for. You know, all our sayings. I understand that, but on the same token, there were a lot of people who were indirectly taking care of their health because there are some people who's heavy into bowling, heavy into skating, heavy into doing right. a lot of things Leisure, that kept them healthier, that kept their blood moving, their, their muscles moving, them happier. And then those components alone kept them healthier. Yes. So even if you didn't you know, directly prior prioritize your health. Indirectly, you were taking care of it just by your activity, just by your hobbies. So I think for those people, you know, going, just doing things, some people literally, I know some people who did not come out the house this whole entire time for the most part. Their kids went shopping for them and put something, they didn't let their kids in, they didn't go out. And those were the type of people who would have maybe went walking around the mall who would have went you know but can so, it be okay just from a physical health standpoint we're not gonna talk about the mental health and all that and just the disconnect from social but can it be argued though if you if if your health was a priority beforehand even if what you were used to do was taken away you will find a way to make sure you still not necessarily how some people were gym fanatics right that's what i'm saying so the way you used to engage was taken away the gym or like you said adult play leisure whatever you did but if if health was always top of mind for you and something you prioritize no matter what it looked like for you i know some fitness people who who just have, let themselves go not let this, themselves go but didn't remain as healthy um i mean that did gain some weight just looking at pictures and everything like i'm talking that. about to the place where it's extreme where no no. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm just saying, what were priorities for you before COVID? Why wouldn't they remain priorities for you, even though it had to look drastically different? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The but do you remember change. at the top of COVID when we were eating more um, processed food? We were just like stuck in the house. Boy, we even talked about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. We were eating more processed vegan food. You and I. Trying different. Where was we getting from? The grocery store. Grocery store. Cooking, cooking, we were just stuff. like we were literally just derailed from COVID. Like you, I was eating more uh, processed food. You know, diet pizzas. Um, I think I tried some pizza rolls and mm -hmm. some uh, more Impossible burgers. And you know, we had to rein that back in. Right. You know what I mean? That's my point. I'm not saying you stay perfect. 
But why did we rein it? Why didn't it get out of control where now I run into somebody and they're like, how are you not overweight? Yeah, I guess you're right. It does come back to value. Saying, we never ain't been perfect. We always going to have those things. But at the end of the day, what was priority for you? Yeah. Still remains priority for you. Yeah. And so it's the, the people who got hit hardest is the people who like, if you were financially already over the place and now you're hitting place where your job is laying you off or you can't work, right. you can't work from home. You had a job where you couldn't work from home when you should have been on top of those things before. So what I feel like COVID did is for a lot of people what made it hit heavy is it revealed to you the areas of your life that, you know, needed to be in a needed to, on shaky ground. Exactly. Exactly. Think, yeah. Your relationship, all oh, shit, now I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck <laughs> with, you know, my mate or my spouse and we could barely stand each other and we was going to work and coming back home. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's things that, that's all I'm saying. And yeah, absolutely, we are, we're impacted, especially with the mental health part, um, especially with dealing with, especially in the beginning, remember all them people died. I think we did a podcast episode yeah. where basically... It was, yeah. The grief of losing somebody, you couldn't be by their side, you couldn't go to the funeral, visit, you just got a I phone mean, call that they're gone. And, and that was it. Like, you, you couldn't, couldn't go to the hospital. It yeah. Heavy. It, it has been very heavy for a lot of people. And, and I also feel like for a lot of people, just staying mental, trying to stay mentally sound was the biggest job. By, by you far. know, so. Working out and eating healthy, it's like, I'm trying not to lose my mind. I'm stuck in the house with these kids and all this stuff. So naturally, when the world is not set up to uh, prioritize us anyway, mm -hmm. we're going to be hit the hardest, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Just like um, I was listening to Dr. Umar saying how the, the white kids... They didn't stay out of school as long mm -hmm. as we did, sure you know. Did. They sent the, their kids, they opened up them schools because they knew that those kids were being impacted and that parents did not have the skill set to teach these kids. Mm -hmm. And they did not want them to fall behind. But in in our district, in our area, in the black, you know, they're just like, what? let them be, you know, virtual on virtual learning mm -hmm. for all this time, mm -hmm. knowing these parents are not equipped. Mm -hmm. So, people, you know, people, it, I, I do think it, it, it revealed for some of us mm -hmm. what shaky ground, what was on shaky ground, but some of us really, really did get things thrown from every direction. Some people lost their jobs, mm -hmm. their spouse, mm -hmm. you know, income, mm -hmm. um, you know, just, just a lot of different means of their way of living, so... I, you know, I, I saw that in at the beginning of COVID, people, this is the perfect time, da 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 And, you know, I've been really, you know, researching psychological adjustment as well. Mm -hmm. The, you know, maintaining the equilibrium of your needs versus your stressors, you know, the equilibrium between your stressors and maintaining your needs. And mm -hmm. everyone doesn't have a high level of psychological adjustment anyway. Mm -hmm. There's low, you know, mid, high, and... A lot of people's adjustment to stressors in life is not high. Mm -hmm. It's very low. So when their stressors, that, that takes precedence over their needs. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to maintain. And I know that um, 
that's why I don't, a lot of people don't sympathize with me when I go through things because most of you guys know that my psychological adjustment is very high. Mm -hmm. Whenever I go through stuff, I'm still going to maintain my needs, you know, take care of my children, take care of work, do this, do that, do that, mm -hmm. and still, you know, push forward. Mm -hmm. But everyone is not capable of necessarily doing that. Like they really don't know how to get out of the fog of these things that these external stressors that are imposing on their life and then their needs take a backseat to that and that's really why it is so important like you say if you get ready mm -hmm. you know if you stay ready you don't have to get ready you mm -hmm. really have to start figuring out how to prioritize your mental health every you know every day mm -hmm. every single day because something in life whether it's COVID whether it's you know a your job whether it's something happened with your child mm -hmm anything there's going to be valleys in life and we have to learn how to navigate these things mm -hmm. uh you know that's where people who have a very very low adjustment staying in the house you know no one has heard from them mm -hmm. and and their mental their mental health declines mm -hmm. so it, it's just really sad to me that the resources for us is not as readily available and that the shame is always there the stigma is always there you you know like somebody posted um yeah prayer works but but counseling does too mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we have been told for so long mm -hmm. that you can pray your way out of some things mm -hmm. that you can no sometimes you really need to talk to the right people yep. and not feel like there's one more thing that you can handle that you really can't it's mm -mm. so many factors but mm -mm. Yeah, I was just having a conversation with somebody about um, strong black women, you know, and he was just saying, like, you know, black women are so strong, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, saying proudly, you know, and I just had to, you know, pull his coattail a little bit like that's not necessarily a compliment, mm -mm. you know. Um, it, it is, but it's unfortunate why it is, mm -hmm. right? Like, you're right. We, we are strong. Mm -hmm. We endure a lot. Um, sometimes we have a tendency to be able to bounce back and things like that, but partly our strength comes from having to be the strength, right? Yeah. Because from a societal standpoint, a cultural standpoint, um, even, you know, between the sexes, men and women, quite often black women are forced to be strong or else this whole thing will come crumbling down. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I was telling him like, you're right, but what I don't want you to do is get into a place where you feel like your mom or your sister or any black woman in your life got it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't seen them come through this and I don't watch them. I don't I watch my, my mom was a single mother and she raised me and my she's strong. Like, trust me when I tell you, I can almost guess if she had a choice, she wouldn't have picked strength. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's be careful with that. Like, Let's let's not ride that horse off into the sunset. Like, let people know every chance you get that I'm strong because I have to be, not always because I want to be. And I would love for you to put me in a position in this relationship, whether it's romantic or friendship, whatever, where I don't have to be sometimes and that's okay. Uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So whether it's your brother, your sister, your father, whatever, you know, my wife is so strong. My mother is so strong. Let's reframe it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And what ends up happening with that is because of that, 
um, because we're the burden carriers and be, because we're going to navigate around so many different things and still try to uplift and uphold the family and everything else is that we, we put ourselves on a back burner. A lot of women don't, and when I say self-care, I don't mean go get your nails done. I don't mean go get your hair done or go have a spa day. I mean, a lot of women don't prioritize truly, truly taking care of themselves. I literally just have to tell someone, listen, I don't care if you have to get up early, mm-hmm. an hour early, just to drink some tea mm-hmm. and stare out the window. You need to start making time for yourself and yourself only. Mm-hmm. You are pouring from an empty cup, almost you barely have anything to give anyone. Mm-hmm. You start your day giving, you end your day giving. Mm-hmm. Where is there time for you? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe in all that self care because you got your nails done. No, when did the time come in this day mm-hmm. when your needs were priority? Tell me that. That's self care to me. What is that? You right. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. She she said, so let me ask you something. <laughs> Here we go. Now it's getting good. She said, do you do you make time for yourself every day? I said, listen. And it was just so funny because this particular day, I was like, I'm so serious about this, you know, time to myself. I was like, I went to bed so late last night. I literally forced myself to get up dog tired. Got my bike, threw it on the back of my car, mm. drove downtown, and rode my bike for 45 minutes on the riverfront. Mm-hmm. I was like, by the time I got back home to work, I felt so good. I literally felt, forced myself to have this me time because I knew I needed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't play when it comes to that. I get up every single day and make time for myself first. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I was like, and even if in the morning, I'm not saying it has to be in the morning, even at nighttime, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm shutting down at this time. I need 30 minutes to myself, an hour to myself. You know, I was like, even if you go for a drive and just listen to music. And, and yes, yeah, she's been doing it. And it's Price been, back. oh, man, it was such a celebration Good. for her. Good. So I'm like, yes, it don't have to be this big whoop de doo I'm going to go off and, you know, yep. no. Yep. Drive your car around and listen to some music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need time for you, you know. And and that's what a lot of black women suffer with. We, I mean, every single day, day in, day out, minute in, minute out, hour in, hour. It's always about someone else. Your job, your kids, your spouse. I gotta cook dinner. I gotta clean up. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. Like no, at every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't mean five days a week. Mm-hmm. I don't mean four days. No, every single day. Make time to prioritize a a period in your day. When there's no demands being placed on you. Mm-hmm. And it's all about whatever makes you feel good at that moment. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like we tell our students in front of the table when it comes to, you know, adapting your life to a plant-based lifestyle, we teach them to demand inclusion. And I think you should do that same thing with prioritizing yourself. You know, in the beginning, while you're training people around you, mm-hmm. you're going to have to take it. Mm-hmm. But... If you demand it consistently, they will give it to you. Mm-hmm. And so it, it doesn't always have to be a, a push-pull, a fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's what I had to do. You know, like now, you know, my, my partner is like, you know, stop, close the laptop, go like 
forces me into remembering it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm about to go cook. I'm about, no, you're not going to do nothing else. No, we're not cooking, but I'm going to order us food. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, make sure everybody else gets acclimated to that as well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So you normalize it for your ecosystem as well because it shouldn't always be a struggle to to get it because with with that, especially in the beginning, comes with some so much guilt because you you got to process that. You know what I mean? You got to go through the guilt of... Feel like of, you're neglecting someone yeah, or... Or that you're piling your plate up more by not like it's gonna, just going to be more waiting for me when I get back to it, you mm -hmm. know? So you're going to have to reconcile... All of those belief systems. Remember, we used to say our problems are loyal. They'll wait for you. I'm They'll wait for loyal. you. <laughs> they will wait loyal. for you to come back. Uh, oh yeah, those problems will be there. But guess what? You'll be more equipped to handle them mm -hmm. if you give yourself some time. Mm -hmm. Like, no, your problems are dedicated and very loyal. They will sit right there. Ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. No. That pile no. of work is... Go just, ahead. Yeah. Take care of whatever else you got. They'll be waiting on you, but you will definitely be Absolutely. in a better headspace Absolutely. To, to, to tackle it. And, and maybe come up with new you know, ways to tackle it while you're... That's what I was about to say, Jack. Yeah. Like, okay, now you come back and you're more refreshed. Yes. And, and the problem is not, you know, it doesn't seem as big. Doesn't seem... So... Because, man, it was the best thing in the world to hear my partner the other day say, nah, we pay for peace. I'm like, boy, you better. Oh. You better. I've been throwing that thing around for a minute, paying for peace, oh, baby. What? Oh, it ain't nothing <laughs> like it. I'm like, okay, so during, during your me time, during your, you know, you reflecting and being able to, um, you know, get, get back and just restore your restoration. I want you to also take some time to carve out some time to think about, you know, what are, what's all the heavy lifting that I do in my life and who can I start reassigning that lifting to? Very smart because I just had a conversation with Mina because I, I forgot what we was talking about. Uh -huh. And I said something that you said that I did. And I was like, yeah, because it just makes too much sense. She was like, you just think Lisa, uh, so smart. You just think Lisa, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, I said, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I said, I've made my life so much easier by just listening. I was like, it's not just Lisa. I quote you and listen to you. Mm -hmm. I quote Tajma and listen to Tajma. Y'all have receipts. Why should I have to hit my head when you've already told me what to do and what not to do? That's it. Listening, yeah, I don't have to learn this on my own. You just told you gave me the blueprint, period. You know, we can make our lives easier by just putting our egos. Okay, I was like, Do you know how much wisdom, how much, how many things that I can navigate simply because I just listened? Yep, yeah, yeah, I do listen. Yeah, <laughs> I do, yeah. I do listen. And I'm talking about active listening. <laughs> she said, Put, put, when we went to California, she said, Put that boy in the sport. I came back next day. He was in sport. Like, I don't play. Like, yes, I do take directives yes. from people who I can validate yep. that they're doing with it and they have good results and they have an easier life because of it. I do not Come on play now. when it comes to listening. Yes, I'm going to listen to those who I trust. Absolutely. It's as simple as that. That's the one. And, you know, and but people have so many limiting belief systems, Jay, about that works for their life. I can't do that in my life. No. Nah. So usually what people need to do is get out of their own way because they just like smile and nod like, well, you can do that because you don't have kids or you can do that because you work for yourself or you can do It's like, OK, well, 
Yeah, I told you. I, I told you gave you the game. That's the game. Because I'm not going to patiently wait around so you realize it's available to you, too. Yeah, I'm going to move down. That living abundantly is available to you. That, you know, peace is available to you. That happiness, that a healthy relationship, that optimal yeah. health is available to you. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to wait around. Yeah, there's no shame in taking someone else's life, someone else's experiencing, experiences and modeling it. Yep. If that's what you want. Yep. Yeah, that's 100% right. Yeah, we don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Mm-mm. We don't. Mm-mm. We pay for peace around here. Period. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If I can get all the money back out and through at somebody else, paying somebody else to do something, I wouldn't even take it. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> oh, no way. You hey, go give no, me no, no, no. Give me that curse money. Uh-uh. <laughs> you trying to... Uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh, I pay right. you. Don't owe right. me a single nothing. solitary. You don't owe me nothing. Dime. No, you gave me peace of mind. Mm-hmm. What I wouldn't pay, empty my bank account. Yes, yes, yes. I remember, you know, I used to try to braid Morgan here at first. I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing? Start taking her to the shop. Oh, best money spent. Best. Why did I try to, you know, try to do these things on a computer? No, let me go on here and find somebody who could do. Like, if you, if this is not a career path that you really want to like learn this skill set, there's no reason. You can literally just delegate it, take it off your plate. There's certain things that you are taking up the time to learn this, where you could be learning something that really, you know, you need yes. to know. Yes, that's it. That's it. If it ain't sparking joy, if it's not investing in my future for a bigger long-term goal, I really can't figure out why I would do this. No, no. I really can't figure You're out why I would do this. trying to lose weight. Go, go pay, get a trainer if you, right. if you can afford it. Oh, We're yeah. not saying that everybody has money laying around for everything. But if you can afford certain things, Listen. because time is a currency. Time is currency, too. We have and I'm to telling start you right now, up. though, money is not the only currency, by the way. Because I don't have people do stuff for me in exchange for something other than money. So also assess what you have to give. Because mm-hmm. you don't... Paying for peace... Paying doesn't necessarily mean you paying monetarily. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I've had facts. staff work for me for other things other than money. Honey, yeah. what? So, yeah, I done, I done, many years ago, I gave away coaching, all types of stuff for in exchange for peace. Yeah, that's true. So, you got stuff to give, honey. Like, what? Listen, Jay, look, look these, these, this current plant-based news real quick. So, first of all, shout out to Obama. Just celebrated his 60th birthday and had a plant-based menu as birthday party. And he looking good with, a, with oh, a tea at the end. Oh, Obama. <laughs> Shaking a tail feather out there on the dance floor. I said, boy, you better. You better stop. <laughs> That's what I know you better do. <laughs> okay. You better climb up out our fantasies. <laughs> I'm telling right now. It ain't fair. It just ain't fair. Shout out to Obama for having a whole plant-based options at his young 60th birthday party. I'm like, boy, is you the option? Because you're looking like a snake. Right, right, right. What's available to me right now? <laughs> what exactly can I partake in? Please. Lord, have mercy. You just going to stay lean like that, though? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're mm-hmm. just going to age gracefully. All right. All that swag. Oh, boy. my God. Um, okay. Shout out to the city of Berkeley, who um, became the first U.S. city to phase out all animal products it serves. Berkeley, Michigan? Berkeley. I tried it. California. Yes. All right. Go on. I tried. I'm sorry. Go, go Goofy. That was, for no reason. That was just goofy. <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> for no reason. You know, good. I knew. I knew. I tried it. I don't know why no. I tried it. Maybe there was a little hope. <laughs> goofy. 
Listen, it, it, it was possible. Anyway, um, so Berkeley, <laughs> uh, Berkeley makes the first U.S. city to pivot to a completely plant-based food purchasing program. The California city supplies meals to summer camps, senior centers, public events, and jail, among others. So this, um, they're, they plan on to be able to phase out our animal products, I think, by 2024. This is kind of monumental. Now, their reasoning behind it is more compassion. It's not health. It's basically, it's backed by an um, animal rights campaign, animal rights organization. But we'll take it. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, so it's like a 20, uh, it's a couple year agenda to phase out um, serving animal products, you know, in facilities that are government funded, which I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, that's super dope. That's super dope because on a government level like that, that's just like, wow. Yeah. You know, like, because like, even with the jails, for example, like the number of aggressive incidents, murders, fights, breakouts, whatever goes down when you change the diet of inmates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And children and everything like it's so impact. So many studies have been done on that. And I think that's pretty monumental. So just solidifying our place on the West Coast, Jay. Um, you know, I'm just, I can't wait till the day to book a one-way ticket. Oh, <laughs> I ain't never coming back. <laughs> I know. I know. I already know. I already know. Oof. Yeah, you ready to throw up the deuces. Oh, my yeah, God. Been ready to throw up the I'm deuces. I'm talking about been ready. Listen, yeah. let's get into Wait What real quick. Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last few weeks that made us go, wait, wait what? what? All right, I got two. So I'm going to start a real short, quick one. They real short and quick, but... Jay, you want the good news or the bad news first? I say bad news. Okay. The bad news is that we ain't never going out of business. We ain't never, ever not going to have business. Okay, let me hear it. space teacher. The good news is we ain't never going out of business, baby. <laughs> we always going to get this money because Kraft Mac and Cheese has come out with a macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. <laughs> and when it hit shelves a couple weeks ago, it sold out. No. We ain't never going out of business. Never. <laughs> you hear me? We about to get this I'm money. talking about. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy B. Jane. Let the powers that be bring those people to me. <laughs> You go ahead and get inflamed. We'll be right here waiting <laughs> right. when you're ready. Right. Jay, Kraft Mac and Cheese said, we partnered with an ice cream company, y'all, and we got mac and cheese flavor ice cream. What you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> huh? I don't understand it. Don't worry about what? it. What? That ain't for you to understand. It's for you to prosper, my sister. <laughs> And be great. And just be great. Listen, at the end of the day, we care about the health of our people first and foremost. But if y'all gonna just keep but if making do it, if you're gonna eat macaroni and cheese flavor ice cream, I mean, come on. Come on now. If you're gonna make it this easy for us, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll now, take it. Now. Currently enrolling in Farm the Table. I mean. Whenever you're ready. Straight from the grocery stores into the program. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where else is there to go? 
<laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. And there's nowhere else for you to go. I mean, you might have to hit the emergency room once or twice. Yeah, for sure. But after that. Absolutely. Tell your doctor to call me. Craft <laughs> mac and cheese. It's wild out here. It's wild on these streets. This is the wild, wild west. Man. What, what the, what the uh, faith people say? These the last days. Man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Make your peace. <laughs> Ain't no way. We can't survive here. <laughs> oh they God! Eat back disrespectful. They just blatant with it. Oh, Jay. we don't care if y'all die. Basically. Let's let's say let's. What's the worst and quickest way we can clog y'all arteries? Uh, how 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 can we make them cancer cells just multiply by the trillions? Like how can what's the quickest way we can do it? They said craft mac and cheese ice cream. Man, it's crazy. Um, a friend of mine who. I haven't seen in years. His sister mm-hmm. um, has type, I mean type, um, stage, stage mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. Um, cancer mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I went to see her and it's just, you know, it's, it's weird when you know something, but you know that the application of what you know is too much. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I'm just looking at her and I want to say so bad like, you probably shouldn't but it, it's, it's almost like it it's certain people are so far removed from the concept of health or just holistic holistic lifestyle, lifestyle that I knew that at this stage stage four that there was very little chance did you, but do you know her personally yeah. Oh. So, okay, let me ask you this. Has she given up? Or is she still willing to fight? She's, she's still willing to fight. Um, I told her brother, like, you know, I don't know at stage four, you know, the stage four, you know what I mean? But I do believe that the progression can be halted. Right. So you don't know if we can, but I don't, you know, I, you know, I know that at this point that there is, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere now, but I do believe that the multiplication of the, you know, the cancer cells can be slowed down by not eating all of that stuff she's eating. She's in a hospital. Nope. She's She's at at home. home. Yeah. Going to chemo, going to, what's she eating? I mean, she was like, you know, my boyfriend just, it was like a smothered something on the table. She couldn't eat it because she was too sick to eat it. But, um, you know, it was a bunch of, you know, still drinking juice and stuff like that. And just regular stuff. Yeah. Just regular food, you know. Yeah. But it's like, dang, you know, plant-based from where they where these they're from it is not it's like almost like a foreign concept. Nobody is plant based. Nobody. Um so you didn't even try and mention it? I I try to like tiptoe into it like I, I didn't say the word plant based. I was like, you know, have you tried changing your diet up some yeah. to kind of just to see how receptive. Yeah. You know. And it was a no. <clears throat> it was kind of blown off like she started talking about weight. Like, I mean, I, I was bigger than that. I don't, you know, lost 
some weight and you know I ain't been feeling it, it just didn't feel I didn't feel yeah, yeah. comfortable even yeah. you know you know so <clears throat> two things first thing is I was just telling our students this at first Saturday the other day you know losing weight doesn't mean you're necessarily getting healthier yeah and, I, and I'm not saying if you're losing weight from being sick we know that I'm saying if you're not sick and you're trying to lose weight and you're doing it that doesn't mean you're necessarily getting healthier mm-hmm. depending on the route you're taking to lose weight yeah the method like what was your method and like and and part of this argument is arguable right because absolutely having less weight around your organs and visceral fat and all that does give relief to your joints your organs your heart absolutely however if you're just trying to lose if you're just losing weight from like a caloric restriction standpoint that's literally the difference between eating a large fry and a small fry. Mm-hmm. So you're eating smaller amounts, but you're still eating trash, right? Yeah. So you could still be setting the stage for heart disease, cancer, all of that, blood pressure, whatever. So that's the first PSA I want to give to the people. If you guys weren't at my lecture on Saturday called Pain Versus Suffering, um, losing weight doesn't necessarily mean you're getting healthier, but also... You know, some people subscribe, Jay, and I don't even know if her brother or anybody thought, thought about this, but I remember somebody who told me about a conversation they were having with an oncologist and was asking them, like, why when y'all are treating people in the hospital for cancer, you know, don't you have healthier options? You you work in a hospital that I think they had a McDonald's or something in the lobby and all of that. And the oncologist said, you know, these people are suffering, they're in pain. The least we can do is give them something that makes them happy. And I think a lot of people think like that too, like our caregivers and our family. Yeah, like, they do. Like at least they let me give them their favorite wing mm-hmm. dinner. Let me give them their favorite snack, mm-hmm. dessert, whatever, right? Because they're getting treatment. They're going through this. They're suffering. Mm-hmm. And this will give them some joy. Mm-hmm. But it's actually progressing the cancer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that are, But that argument is shared by a lot of people. Yeah. I can and I can see I can see you know why people would think that. Yeah, I can I can understand Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But if you want your loved one here longer. But the question is, does the loved one want to be here longer? True. You know. True. Because you know the fight is mental first before anything else. True. So it has to be. You know, it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um. But I don't know. Listen, real quick, my second way what, my final way what, Jay? People are out of control. I nearly died laughing. So a woman filed a lawsuit against McDonald's. Okay? <laughs> the woman basically said, you know, she was um, practicing Lent 40 days before Easter, doing Lent. So she was, uh, you know, practicing a vegetarian diet to Lent before Easter she said McDonald's would not stop showing this advertisement <laughs> and it forced her to eat a burger so basically a woman sues McDonald's after Big Mac advertisement forced her to break her lint <laughs> you talking about Savage. She is savage with oh, yeah. the audacity of it all. I never thought I would see the lack of personal responsibility drop lower than it already had in our culture. 
Forster. Forster right into that. She said they would not stop showing commercials. I tried and I tried. And I had to eat this burger. Like, never mind the fact (laughs) that you clearly kept watching TV or kept, you know what I mean? Like, never mind the fact that when we go to giving, we know the temptation is going to be there. Never mind the fact, Jay. That you did this free, I mean, on your free will. Sis said, after not eating any meat for around a month, she said she was powerless to resist any longer (laughs) and promptly devoured her cheeseburger, later regretting it and filing a lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Unprecedented. You hear me? You probably win. The marketing team probably stressed. (laughs) Oh, God. Do we stop being good or do what do we do? Right, right. Is this a marketing <laughs> issue? Is this a product quality issue? I don't. They don't we know what to do. That our stuff I mean, is so we should be celebrating because we, it works yeah, clearly. Like, okay, do we give our advertisement team a raise or do we fire? Like, who? Y'all is, just took it too far with the skill set. <laughs> McDonald's and you got people breaking their legs. <laughs> McDonald's is in turmoil. We said we wanted people to get <laughs> McDonald's, not people who didn't want to get McDonald's to get See y'all slamming his papers on the desk. <laughs> now we done made an extra million dollars because of <laughs> all these people breaking their lint because of this commercial, these advertisements. <laughs> Run it again. Let's see if it's right. Oh, this pisses me off. Do it one more time and, let's, and that's it. This is the last time. Boy. Oh, God. Hey, you know you the way they must be suffering. If you can hang your hat on, I bet you we're going to start seeing commercials like, I'm be honest with you, we turn vegetarians out. You know how the LGBT community be so proud when they get somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Converted, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come we, through. We turn them you out. You hear me? We turn Come them through. out. We turn them out. <laughs> McDonald's like, oh, you don't eat meat? I know what you want. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> New commercial. Oh, yeah. They had a, a meeting. Like, all oh, and scrap everything you had before. We're going in a new direction. <laughs> Turning out vegans and vegetarians since 2019. That's, you know how they signed you to say? Turning out vegans since 2019. <laughs> Oh, baby girl. Oh, 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 you God. know how they, they used to say a billion serves? Uh-huh. Oh, they about to track different numbers. Like, oh, since 2019, we've served about 200,000 vegans. Who next? <laughs> Who got next? Who? Girl, oh, I man. said these people was out of control. Yeah, they about to start tracking yeah, the, the conversion. She said I was doing good for about 30 days and that ad. How do you, as a lawyer, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That is so yeah. funny. Yeah. And the, the court the court confirmed, like, yes, this is a case that we have on our docket. Lord. I thought maybe, you know, some type of, uh, what do you call the onion? What kind of? What, what oh, yeah, it? like satire. Yeah, yeah. I thought it maybe, you know. I miss the onion. That used to be funny. Why oh. you miss them? They still right? I didn't even know. I, yeah, I just forgot still... about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. onion used to have the funniest stories, bro. 
Yeah, so Jay, listen, <sighs> your, your world is out of control. Get your people. Because you already know I'm moving to another island to be alone you still for a few decades. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were still going to the island. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna go, go and get up out of here because it ain't safe on. It ain't safe on this planet no more. It's not. Mm-mm. No, it's not. But you know, we do what we can do. You know, I guess we are here to serve. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a few more years, Jay. Mm-hmm. But a couple more headlines like this, and I'm gonna pack it up. I don't blame you. I can't judge you. You know, sometimes you want to be judgy, but I, I got to say, thus far, you've been hanging in there. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't have a wait what. I was laughing recently about a prior wait what from years ago. Do you remember when you said <laughs> that the bank called that lady? Because they looked at her uh, transactions and it was a bunch of re- uh, fast food restaurants. <laughs> And they thought and they, she was being uh, scammed or something? No, they uh, literally offered her help. Like, do you, like, they re- offered her, because they were seeing McDonald's, Taco Bell, like, day in, day out, all day, every day. And the bank called her concerned. Do you remember that one? I they, do remember that one. They called her concerned. Like, do you need help? Like a dietitian? I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. They really, I'm they dead. probably, and I'm, I'm totally convinced. That somebody probably lost their job behind that phone call. <laughs> it was probably some white girl in the closet. Like some white girl in the closet, like, um, shit. <laughs> I tried to save it in the Oopsie. This is our problem. This is why we're not allowed to do the podcast and we ain't caught up first and we broke our golden rule. We did break our golden rule. We broke our golden rule. And here we are catching up, forgetting we're supposed to be talking about <laughs> Whole topic. Oh, man. Okay, but real quick, your topic, your topic. You you had, I think this is a real good one. I think it's a real Shut good one. Shut up. No, I do. Go for it. We about 50 minutes in. Okay. We can talk about it next we time. We got 10 minutes. No. We ain't going to talk about kindness. No. That is so ridiculous. No, it's not. What? Ten minutes left, and we're gonna try to slap the topic in there. Oh my god, dang! I didn't even know it was gonna be that heavy. Is that heavy? Like it's worth a whole. Don't. <laughs> don't. Honestly, don't. You know how when we talk about something, the spinoffs of the topic be, you know, really what really make it pop. So yeah, no, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for All the people. Right. Today's lesson was self care or self destruction. <laughs> you choose. You choose, baby. And every day it might be a different choice. How? It depends on what area of your life you're working on. <laughs> the, the the seriousness of your face. Like, I ain't playing with you. Oh, it yeah. It could be self-destruction oh, yeah. or self-care. Because you could be real sweet over here and real jacked up over here. Like, it can be, it really, it really shifts. Yeah, it does. Yeah, big facts, big facts. Well, listen, Farm the Table and the other 23 are live, open, full enrollment. Y'all been coming through this season so far. The application only been open a week. And listen... Um, first of all, Jay, I'm so geeked up about the certification. Like I would say 95% of our applicants for the other 23 are all farm the table alumni. Yeah. 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 So we expected that. Right. And, um, you know, they coming through like, I'm ready. I want to do this thing. I'm ready to take it to the next level. And so I'm so proud of being able to launch this first cohort with students and get them certified in plant-based nutrition and coaching. And, um, it's a year long program. 
but it's going to be one that really develops you and help you serve people. So if you know you're one of the people who like, we got to do better. I watch, you know, so many people in my family and my community die or suffer from preventable diseases. Um, go ahead and arm yourself with the information, reach a level of mastery that's going to position you as the expert and come apply for the other 23 plant-based nutrition and coaching certification. If you are struggling in your personal health and you know that you need to be part of a community, you need high level coaching and you need a curriculum to follow to reach your health goals, then you want to come apply to Farm to Table. Um, I think we're going on maybe the fifth year of Farm to Table, I think. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think well, yeah, I think we're going on. I know I, I know I created at least four years ago. I think I created in twenty sixteen. I think so. I think we're um, going on our fourth year. Farm to table has come a long way, um, and we got way further to go. And I'm so excited. Everybody out in a row. So we the application has been open right now for about a week. We already got I think eight people enrolled for this semester. Um, for the fall semester. So our fall semester is going to be from October 2nd to December 4th, 2021. Saturday mornings is our first Saturday class. So I'm a little nervous, um, but super excited because I think everybody's going to be more alert yeah. at the top of the day. So October 2nd to December 4th, guys, Farm to Table 2021. It is going down, so you want to come get this health. Listen, if you want to learn more about both programs and decide which track is right for you, I created kind of a comparison chart for you at lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. So come check that out. Pass it along to somebody who needs it um, and come get this health. It's going down. I hope hope y'all recognize that. Who knows? The Delta variant is just one va- one variant. Who knows how many more variants are coming from COVID? And the best thing you can do um, is arm your body and arm your built-in defense mechanism, which is your immune system, and give yourself the best shot at surviving any and everything. It may not be COVID, because mm-hmm. let's not act like the same stuff we was down from before COVID are not still threats. Right. So I know, you know, like heart disease and diabetes and a lot of that has gotten out of the spotlight, but it's still on the stage. So let's not act like that. We don't need to be cautious and be prevention. Prevention is still the best the best medicine. So listen, come get this health, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash apply, or you can also visit theblackhealthacademy.com to learn about both of our signature coaching programs here at the Academy. And um, until next time, y'all, be, be well. well.